InnoFactor, Cybersecurity Studio, Markus Söderblom and Janne Nevalainen. And welcome to Cybersecurity Studio, where we talk about latest news and significant phenomenons in cybersecurity. In the studio, Janne Nevalainen and Markus Söderblom. Welcome. All right, but hey, let's start with a classic. All right. And uh, mm-hmm. let's have a few news about um, exploits. All right. So uh, lots of vulner- vulnerabilities, of course, uh, has been going on in the, in the few weeks, but um, I took few critical exploits to the news. Okay. And first one is uh, Zimbra collaboration suit, uh, which, which is in large use still. And um, there was a quite, um, quite severe exploit that uh, allows attacker to get hold of the uh, Zimbra server just by sending a malicious uh, at- email attachment okay. to the via email, okay. which allows the attacker to run an arbitrary go- code on the server. So pretty, pretty severe. Yeah. And uh, Zimbra has al- already released security fix that uh, replaces the vulnerable component on the server. And uh, other uh, quite severe was uh, Fortinet critical authentication bypass, uh, which means that um, uh, such as uh, Forti OS, Forti Proxy, uh, Forti Switch Manager uh, suffer from um, vulnerability that allows the attacker to bypass the admin interface. Right. And uh, Fortinet also has uh, released a uh, patch for this um, uh, vulnerability and uh, also mitigation instructions if for some reason uh, admin can't patch the systems. Workaround. Workaround, yeah. So pretty, pretty nasty, pretty nasty uh, vulnerabilities. And uh, what do you think, Marcus? Uh, what is the moral of the story? Keep on patchy, baby. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> All right. So, Janne, next, uh, China's cyber assault on Taiwan. So what is going on here? Uh, cyber attacks targeting Taiwan spiked ahead after American politician Nancy Pelosi's visit in August in Taiwan. This was noticed and, and the attacks, this type of attacks included both hacking attempts and spreading misinformation across social media platforms like Facebook, YouTube and uh, also a line called IMS, which is a popular app in Taiwan. Uh, this included fabricated or misleading posts that are part of a Chinese disinformation campaign, most likely uh, intended to hurt the Taiwanese morale. And uh, yeah, so this is kind of like a typical fake news type of uh, uh, issue, uh, phenomenon. And these fake news on social media, you know, they might be a way for China to sway public opinions and demoralize the public, uh, kind of like in a similar way as the what the Russians are, are trying to do in Ukraine. Yeah, I was actually thinking the same that um, this kind of uh, misinformation, false news attacks are quite uh, common nowadays. So it seems, so it seems. Right, but let's move on. So you have another news, something related to Intel. Yeah, and uh, quite, uh, quite a nasty one, I'd say. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is confirmed by Intel that uh, Source code of uh, Intel Otter Lake uh, BIOS has been leaked. Mm-hmm. So the source code has been leaked, and uh, which contains uh, uh, unified 
extensible formula interface code, so-called plethora of files and tools, uh, which appear to come with, uh, from firmware vendor inside software. And um, Intel's statement was that, uh, yes, the leak has been, is, is true, but okay. um, the most sensitive data uh, has already been scrubbed from the source code before it was released to external partners. So from the statement, you can uh, think that uh, this happened from uh, some external partner and not straight from Intel. Right, right. But uh, Sounds uh, like a supply chain attack. Uh, yeah, kind of, yeah. And the GitHub repository has already been taken down when this, this was released, but of course, what goes in the internet stays in the internet. Mm, right. And uh, what is a, uh, quite worrying here is that, uh, of course, this can allow attackers to develop tools uh, so they can uh, attack uh, the computer, computers in the hardware level. True. Which, true. Is, which is really nasty. That's really nasty, yeah. yeah. Once the source codes are, are in the public, you know, the adversaries, they can gain benefit from that and, and you know, yeah. verify them and, and possibly come up with uh, attacks using very low level uh, attack types. So, so it's uh, really nasty in that sense. Yeah, but okay. But uh, something about uh, Microsoft. That's true, Janne. Yeah, the Microsoft was recently named a leader in the 2022 Gartner's Ma Magic Quadrant for CM. So that's uh, uh, nice news to hear. And, and the uh, uh, CM here refers to, of course, the security information and event management uh, tool, which is a very essential tool for, for the CSOCs, Cyber Security Operations Center people. And the um, uh, Microsoft CM called Sentinel was positioned highest on the measure of ability to execute access. So on that particular access. Uh, Microsoft Sentinel is a cloud-native CM solution that uh, you know, collects security data from, from organization and it includes user and entity behavior, analytics, UEBA, and, and typical security organization automation response SOAR capabilities. And Janne, did you know that we are about to have a webinar regarding security monitoring? Yes, we do. On 24th of November. Be there. Or be square. All right, moving on. Something next about Binance. What is this all about, Janne? Yeah, the ever exciting world of uh, cryptocurrencies. And uh, word of the day is Binance. A few weeks ago, hackers stole about uh, $100 million worth of crypto okay. from Binance. And uh, what's interesting in the, in the story is that uh, this uh, didn't happen in the Binance's uh, uh, service itself. Mm -hmm. So um, customer assets were not impacted. Right. So they were safe. But um, attack happened in so-called cross-chain bridge, uh, which means that, uh, for example, when you switch crypto to another uh -huh. uh, in the crypto. Okay. Uh, so I this see. is a pinpoint where the magic happens. Right. And... Uh, Lots of uh, attacks has been happening exactly in the cross-chain bridges. Uh -huh. So that's the pinpoint where the attackers uh, target. Right. And Binance, Binance was uh, no exception here. So uh, actually this uh, sum was uh, quite a much larger, uh, but uh, Binance managed to seize the assets mm -hmm. that were stolen, or actually uh, this exploit uh, resulted in extra BNB means that the hackers generated more BNB uh, tokens. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, Binance seized most of the tokens, but uh, still they lost about 100 million worth of crypto here. Right. And uh, what's interesting here is uh, that uh, this kind of attacks has been um, uh, on rise this year. Mm -hmm. And uh, according to one report, uh, about $2 billion uh, has been lost in cryptocurrency this year wow. in 13 different attacks. Wow. And most of the attacks has targeted exactly the cross-chain bridges. So, okay. so this is something that I expect uh, we keep seeing, for example, next year. Right. More. All right. But that's from Binance. And uh, the next one is actually quite nasty also. That's true, Jonne. Um, there was a YouTube channel which was distributing malicious Tor browser installer. So um, I'm sure that many of us knows what the Tor browser is all about, for what purposes, naturally for uh, browsing and accessing the Tor network. Yeah. Uh, there was a popular Chinese language YouTube channel that was caught uh, in distributing a Trojanized version of a Windows installer for the Tor browser. Uh, Kaspersky, the security company, calls this campaign a, an onion poison. And so far it seems that all the victims are located in China. Uh, and the scale of the attack remains unclear, but Kaspersky said it detected victims appearing in its own telemetry since March 2022. Uh, and the malicious version of the Tor browser installer was distributed via link in the present in the description of the video. Okay, so the YouTube itself didn't distribute right. the, the, the malicious the, uh, yeah. Tor browser installer. That's yeah. true. It was, it was, there was a link presented in the description of the video and that was uploaded to YouTube back in January 2022. Okay. And, and this link redirected to an executable that once installed, collected various personal data and sent it to command and control server. So C2C uh, channel open and C2C server. So typical in that sense. So, uh, and Google has, by the way, recently deleted, deleted this, this video from, from YouTube. But uh, I think the, uh, the most essential thing here to keep in mind is, is, of course, that whenever you are searching for something particular, such as a, such as a sensitive as, as Tor browser installer, you know, you should always rely on the original source and, yeah. and, and keep on downloading from there. I mean, of course, even that is not an absolute certain that it, it, there's not going to be any mischievous Included, yeah, but, but usually, usually that's the case that when you download something from the source and not from some third-party uh, site, even not from YouTube, yeah, you, you, you at are, least not from more, YouTube. Yeah, at least yeah. So you are more more secure in that sense. I think that's the lesson to learn in here. Yeah, but right. Hey, that's it. That's it for yeah. for this month. Yeah, and we'll see you next month. That's true. Until then, stay safe. Stay safe. Bye bye. Innofactor, Cybersecurity Studio, Markus Söderblom and Janne Nevalainen.